You're listening to another podcast. A podcast about horror movies and scary things. You put your headphones on and enter another dimension. A dimension filled with zombies, killers, ghosts, and creatures beyond your imagination. You've crossed over into the realm of mankind's deepest fears. There's an episode up ahead. You've now arrived at Luke and Andy's Nexus of Nightmares. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Luke and Andy's Nexus of Nightmares. I'm Luke, and with me as always, my best buddy Andy. How the hell are you? Hello. I was trying to think of what the, how they say hi in Canada. What, what is it? It's not oi, that's, uh, that's Australia. No. I think it's... Bonjour? That's French Canada. <laughs> I don't know what they say in Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It does. But it does. How it are you doesn't. doing? I'm I'm doing well. All right. Well, I'm I'm glad I'm glad we're glad here together. Tidings. Glad happy tidings. Valentine's Day. Uh Happy Valentine's Day. That's right. Which is why we are doing our episode today on the 1981 cult classic my bloody valentine classic 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 not the not the 2009 remake which when you search internet movie database and you type in my bloody first of all i don't know what else is going to come up <laughs> don't google but don't start all, a google that way <laughs> don't google it <laughs> whatever you do do not google the google it. Uh, google image <laughs> do the google image yeah. search of my bloody yeah. oh god just leave it at that um, let it autofill to whatever it's going to Actually, probably autofill <laughs> oh, to My God. Bloody Valentine, and you get a hundred images of the band. Mm, true, true, true. Um, but this is not the two thousand nine remake we're talking. It, about. This it was the, in three D. The OG baby, three D. I think that was like part of that was the part of the title of the movie was. too, wasn't it? My Bloody Valentine three D. That was at the height of three D Come, mania. Coming at you, pickaxes coming yeah, at you. Just pickaxes and eyeballs shooting out. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this is the, this is the original 1981 over, over 40 years old, 40 years old, celebrated its 40th anniversary. Technically last year. 41 years old. Yes. <laughs> In two days. Oh, well, no. Well, did yeah, it come out on Valentine's we're, we're, Day? We're, it actually came out on the, the 11th, I think. <laughs> Terrible. The 11th of February. Which is yeah. poor planning. Should have waited a few years. <laughs> Hit it on the nose. <laughs> Would have been great if it came out on Friday the thirteenth. Confusing. Eh? But yeah. Confusing. But yes. Because Friday the thirteenth, the original Friday the thirteenth came out the year the before, before nineteen eighty. And was it actually Friday the thirteenth that Who year? Who the hell knows? I don't know. Probably not if the following year wait, no, it's a different month. And three Fuck yeah, I don't three, know. I'm not gonna look three it up. years before I won't it, do it. Halloween came out. Or was it actually mm-hmm. Halloween? We did an episode on that, and nope. I don't fucking remember. Nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> that one, which is funny, because we we are going to be talking about Halloween. That one had a weird release, uh, though, where briefly. it was like they they distributed it over a long period of time to like drum up. Oh, you know, yeah, uh, they did like the kind of roadshow thing well, to kind of drum up interest for it, and then yeah, and it was a different time. They did simpler time. Open, <laughs> they didn't open on like a sh- shit ton of screens yeah. like they do 
now. Plus, yeah, it was a really small independent. It was, it was just John Carpenter going town to town asking children if they wanted to watch a movie. You kid, you kids want to watch a movie? You, he's got his own like projector. And you kids everything. want a hand crank projector? You kids want to see a film, a picture? <laughs> oh shit! But this is yeah, this is the original. Um, yes. So yeah, this is during the. I don't know if it was during the height of, but it was certainly during the period of time uh, after Halloween yeah. came out in 1978, where there was a slew of of uh, slasher yes. slasher films, various various um, forms of knockoffs and imitations to some degree. Yeah, and this falls in line with you know it's Valentine's Day. It's not called Valentine's Day, but it's My Bloody Valentine. Close enough. Pretty close. Uh, falls in line with the the holiday, the the subgenre yeah. of holiday slasher yes. films, um, of which you know Halloween kind of was the one that started all that. But well, popularized that I popularized. should say. But uh, the movie that really kind of started all that was Black Correct. Christmas, which we've done an episode on that we've as well. We talked about both of those. Um, the only one, really the only of the big, I guess, quote unquote, big four of the holiday movies we haven't talked about, you know, from this period, holiday slasher films anyway, is Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. And I think you and I might agree that that is our least favorite of the four. Of the four? Yeah. Yeah, Probably. I think my favorite is probably Black Christmas. I was a really what loud about you? slap. <laughs> wetting, wetting up my gums. Uh, sorry to ever, anyone who is happening to be listening. I gotta, I gotta wet my gums before I can start <laughs> flapping my lips. Uh, I gotta work up a lather I gotta here. Get, I gotta get these bristly old dry gums. <laughs> I got to get them greased up before I can make make the vowel make the vowel sounds I need to. Oh my god! <laughs> Lather them up. I was gonna. I was just gonna say uh. that. Um, I really can't. It's really hard for me to pick a favorite between the three that we've talked about. I guess you know it's kind of. I felt like we were gonna talk about this later, but we kind of rolled into it. But I, I would say it's. It's hard for me to pick a favorite because they're they're very aesthetically di- they're very similar in a lot of ways, but they're very aesthetically different in a lot of ways too. And I think yeah, Black Christmas is much more serious for the most part. True, it's much more got a lot more drama in it. Yeah, um, Halloween is much more suspenseful and kind of. Um, you know, the Michael Myers character is the revolutionary piece. And we talked about that, how he's kind of uh, the boogeyman, you know, I didn't mean, say it in the movie. He's, right. He kind of, they, they kind of put a twist on it with that, where he's kind of this undying monster. Um, and then with, with my bloody Valentine, I would almost go so far as to say it might be my favorite of the four. Really? Simply because it, not, not to diminish the other two that we've watched. Cause I love both of those. Um, but uh, it might be my favorite of the four because it's much more my style. It's it's just ridiculous in a lot of ways and rife, <laughs> just rife with like 80s things that you're like, oh boy. Like Halloween is borderline timeless, you know? Black Christmas yeah. feels like a 70s movie, but it's got a pretty fairly, you know, timeless flow to it as well. And it's very character driven. 
my bloody Valentine is like almost as soon as the movie starts, you're like, oh yeah, here we go. Eighties time. Like it's, it it does not hold back and it is eighties through and through. Even that, even that prologue. Yeah. yeah, You know, uh, with the, like the dissolves and it's, it's really, (laughs) it's really ridiculous with the, yeah. And that's my speed. I mean, that's, that's my, you know, I talked about last week how I'm not a big fan of gothic horror, and you said you love gothic horror. Well, this is my this this is my wheelhouse right here. Is this 70s, 80s, yeah. um, early 90s? Just just cheese, <laughs> just some redeemable stuff where you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. But then just right. a layer of stuff that but you're like, man, they really they really yeah. just got stuck in the era when they made this, and they really couldn't get out of it. But there's something. There's something to me there's something endearing about that because it it oh, transports yeah. you and it really makes you it gives you the feeling of like somewhere in the ridiculousness of it you also like you also feel like this is more realistic to what the 80s were than anything like to some extent you're like this is like documentary level you know what i mean like sometimes when they're at the bar you're like man this has got to be what it was like in the 80s for like 20 22 year old kids you know this has got to be how it looked and you know the smoke and the same the same way we talk about like like teen wolf with the house party where we're like that had to be what the house parties were like you know in teen wolf and and you know it wasn't but it feels that way because it's just such a weird they just aesthetically very weird and very 80s and very like yeah Pinned up, pinned up nudie photos in the bar, yeah. and just ridiculous stuff. <laughs> Moosehead, old Moosehead, Moosehead. Logger featured prominently, and I don't know if that's a real beer or not. I think it is, isn't it? Moosehead seems like a real seems beer. seems like it, but I don't know. But but we haven't really we haven't really mentioned it, but yet yet. But this movie was shot in in Canada, it was. Um, much much like. Um, Black Christmas. Much, much like the only thing is in Black Christmas when you watch it, you're like, oh, these people have either like easily identifiable accents or very like non regional dialect. Whereas in this yeah. movie, you're like, these people are from fucking Canada. It's like <laughs> it slaps you in the face. It's like sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Well, and 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 speaking of kind of, you know, talking about it being, it having like an endearing quality. Um, I mean, I think to me, um, and we're going to, you know, get more into, you know, all the different elements and stuff of the movie. Um, to me, you know, this movie, what this, what I like the most about this movie is um, just like, I like the setting uh, where it takes place. I like, um, so they actually shot this in Nova Scotia, mm-hmm. and they shot it in a real yeah. mine, which, um, that's which is crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Like, they didn't use, and they shot it in a small town, and like, so it's all very, you know, like, there's no sets which, or anything like that. It's all very, That's another like, parallel to Black Christmas. They shot that at a real, in a real, not a set, a yeah. real house, which yeah, was, right. was a cause, and the same thing with this movie, a cause for some of, like, the weird angles and weird shots that make the movie kind of what it is you know right 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 yeah so like that's one of the things i really i kind of like about the movie is like you know it's it has a very natural re like 
it has just a there, there's a reality to yeah. it. There's a true reality to it of like it doesn't feel fake or false in in that sense, right? In sense of the the, the setting and 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 um and and just the different locations and stuff right. like that. And I think that's pretty crazy that they that they actually shot it in a real fucking mine. Like, yeah, like was it like twenty twenty seven hundred feet below the surface or yeah. something crazy? Yeah. Like deep like deep down, and they had I don't to know like, if it was feet or meters. They, yeah, I can't remember the the specific specific number, but um, feeders, feeders. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's that's definitely the right measurement. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, uh, that and then they and they only they could only use like there was only certain types of lighting that they could right. use and only so because much because of like the danger. Yeah, the danger of like explosion, <laughs> like because of like the I guess methane gas. Um, yeah, because it's just naturally but, occurring down there. You get so deep, and it's just there. Which yeah. they kind of talk about then, in the movie, because they, they, when they come up right. at the beginning, they're like, yeah. oh, we can stop wearing the masks down there. It should be clear now. Right. And that's and that's the whole, that's what happens. Like, that's what, like, the character of Harry Warden, who, so the whole story is, you know, basically, it's kind of like, and that's the other thing I really like about the movie, is it, it really embraces that kind of urban legend, yeah. local folklore kind of um, aspect. I think that's really cool. Um, and, and and actually, it's funny because um, I, I hadn't seen the movie in like 10 years. I, I, saw it, I saw it about roughly 10 years ago for the first time. And I hadn't seen it since. And I watched it again this week. And I, I remember liking it the first time I saw it. I think and thinking like, oh, this is actually like surprisingly solid, you know, like for a movie that's not super well known. Um, And um, and so, you know, watching it again, I just the thing I the thing I like about. So it's one of those things where I saw the movie a long time ago. I hadn't seen it in a, you know, in a while and watched it again. And and I was before I rewatched it again this week. I was kind of looking up stuff, you know, Internet Movie Database and, you know, Wikipedia, just kind of trivia and just reading different facts and stuff about it. And I was reading about like, oh, and it really got me excited. And you had kind of, you had texted me earlier in, you know, in the week or over the weekend prior. And you were like, oh, now that's a movie and just kind of going on about how you you really liked it, which I was kind of surprised that you had that reaction to it. Um, And so that got me like really excited and to like rewatch it. And so I saw, okay, well, they've got, apparently the movie got butchered back in the day. Of course. Um, upon, upon, you know, prior to being released, the MPAA, like, just butchered it. Um, and there's a couple reasons why they, they think that happened. Um, first of all, like we were talking about, Friday the 13th had just come right. out the previous year. And that had received a lot of backlash for, its, for the violence in that movie. Um, and then the other thing that happened right before the movie came out was, I think, in December of 1980, John Lennon mm-hmm. was shot and killed. Right. And so there was this kind of like, I mean, I think at the time, like, it was kind of like the nation was like in mourning over this, you know, celebrity. And there was this, there was just this very negative reaction in response to any kind of on-screen violence right. 
And the movie, and then the movie came out, you know, a couple of months later in February of 81. And so it was just, it, it just happened to be like a, I think a double whammy of those two things kind of happening at just at this weird time. And the MPAA was just not having yeah. it at all. And they were slapping them with a X rating if they didn't cut all this stuff. Um, but, but yeah, I, so. Which is funny too, cause I don't even like, it's not like there, a lot of times with an X rating, it's like the double whammy. It's like, there's a lot of violence. There's a lot of nudity. Sex and, yeah. Like there's, there's just too much of everything or it's like just over the top sex, you know, whereas, yeah. or like, or just like horrific violence, you know, and this, I mean, even, even with the cut stuff, this doesn't really have any nudity in it. No. And then, no, it doesn't. And then the violence, I mean, some of the stuff that was cut, yeah, I mean, you could easily make a case that it was pretty graphic, but not, not yeah. to the extent that, you know, again, Friday the 13th I, or anything. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was just, it was just like a weird time, yeah. like a weird timing for it. And, it just kind of, yeah. It 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 landed at a weird time, and the MPA MPAA was just was was not not gonna not gonna allow it. And um, so, anyways, I was excited to rewatch it, and and I, and so I I was like, you know what, fuck it. Andy was just saying how how he really liked it, and I hadn't seen it in a long time, but I remember liking it when I first when I first watched it. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna. I saw that there was you know the theatrical cut and the uncut version of it. And the only way you could get the uncut version of it is buy it on Blu-ray. And so I was like, well, I can spend $4 renting it or I'll just buy it for 20. So I was like, fuck it. I'll buy it for 20. I'll, I'll watch the uncut version, which I don't think I had seen the first time I watched it. Um, I don't even know if that was out yet because that would have been like 10 years ago. Might not yeah. even have been out. And so I'm watching it and I'm like, this is not great. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's I, I was just kind of like, I was kind of like watching. I'm like, ah, this is actually it was like kind of like a letdown from what I was kind of expecting based on my memory from ten years ago, mm-hmm. granted, and your reaction to it and different stuff like that. And and also I had been reading about it and I was like, yeah, all, this all sounds really good and blah blah blah, you know. And, and I watched it and I was kind of like, kind of like disappointed. And um, and I think to me, you know, this movie strangely for me personally. This movie works, um, I don't know, it just kind of works on a different level for me. I, to me, like, I actually, like, when I think back about the movie, like, after watching it, and I think about it, and I read about it, and I, I actually, I, I, conceptually, I like it more, I think, than I actually do the execution mm. of it. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Um because I think it's got a great concept, actually. You know, it's got it's got a pretty good idea at, the, at at its core. Like I was saying, I love the urban legend, local folklore kind of aspect of it. Harry, um, Harry Warden, um, and I love I Harry love the location. Dangles. I love the. uh and i love like the setting and the mine and all that shit i love i love like the the killer himself you know harry warden or you know as we as spoiler alert as you find out it's not harry warden um 
the you know the my, the guy in the old miner suit and the pickaxe and I mean everything about it like I lo- I, I think is pretty cool and iconic and um and so I love it conceptually but I just the execution to me I don't know falls falls a little short and maybe that's because it was so butchered you know maybe that was part of it even the uncut version I think because you know there's there's a whole I mean they added some stuff back in but there was I think there was like I what I read was that there was like 9 minutes of the movie 9 minutes of footage that had been cut mm-hmm. and then they reinstated 3 minutes of 3 minutes of the 9 of the 9 that were cut in the in the uncut version so there's still 6 minutes of footage floating around there wherever it is yeah. but I know but I think most of it is just like expository stuff like yeah. maybe some character interaction but there is like an entire death scene that that was completely cut out yeah it wasn't trimmed a lot of the other stuff was just trimmed but then there, but there was an entire death scene toward the end of the movie uh the couple that's doing it and they get the doing big it drill thing and, <laughs> and they get the big drill in the back whatever you just like see the one character stumble upon the bodies yeah. But there's a whole. They actually shot a whole that whole sequence, that whole scene where he he kills them, hmm. and they and the MPAA was like, uh, "No, we you can't just trim this. You need to take all of this out." And it was because they were fucking having sex, right? They, he was like li- like the guy was literally thrusting away, and like the miner comes up behind him and like dr- like shoves this huge drill like through his back, and, and you know they didn't stop but when like, they heard it revving up. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, I I think it was just like a literally like a huge like. Well, you saw them. You saw. I it saw the, the film. Didn't you see it? Well, I know, but we watched. That's where I'm getting to. I know. Like I, you yeah, watched. I know what scene. So you're I wasn't about. sure exactly. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I I watched the uncut version. You watched but, the the theatrical. But yeah, that whole. So I wasn't sure that whole scene doesn't even exist anymore. They haven't even been able to find yeah. the negative. No, they couldn't find right. it. No, they couldn't even find it. It just got thrown because the whole scene just got cut entirely. Yeah. So they just it just got just trashed i guess but but yeah so to me i don't know it's weird it's like i (laughs) i look back at it with like i I like it better when i look back at it which explains maybe why my memory of it from when i first saw it 10 years ago i was like oh i like that movie (laughs) i think it's because i just i like it conceptually so much but the execution to me is a little i don't know it's it's yeah. kind of cheesy. Oh yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's cheesy. It's it's it, you know it's not very well acted. It's not very it's well not very written. well acted at all. It's kind of some of the ed- editing is really bad. Um, and I, again, maybe that's maybe part of that is is just like the MPA the MPAA really fucking with them back then. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, you're it's wrong. It's just my opinion. I mean, yeah, I'm glad you really liked it, and I, I still, I do really like, I still do like it, and I, and I think it, it's got some charm, and, 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 um, yeah, I just think there's part of me that like wishes it could have been done better. But, but see, that's yeah. the, I mean, to me, that's the absolute part of the charm. That's that's the whole reason it's good is because it's not that good, but it's also, but there's also some really cool but things about I don't, it. Oh yeah, and I don't mean and and I don't mean like oh I needed to be like modern and flashy and stuff like that because like I was saying I love Black Christmas. Yeah. Black Christmas is a movie to me 
that has aged much better. I think that movie is just a better made. It's just a. It's just made better. Yeah, it's a know? more. It's a um, much I more think, polished movie for sure. Yeah, and I, I think it's got better acting. I think it's got better characters. Oh well, yeah. I mean, the actors. You know what in, I mean? For the most part, the actors in Black Christmas. I mean, you've got Margot Kidder. You've got Dave. You've got yeah. Juliet, Dave. you've got, I mean, you've got some people who are like, you know, <laughs> some chops. some real actors and actresses in that movie. I mean, there's, yeah. you know, some people in, in My Bloody Valentine went on to do some, some more acting and things, you know, you've got your Alf Humphreys, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's a. It's a B. I mean, it's it was a B movie. You know, it was not. Oh yeah, I know. And and that's the thing. It's like I have no, I have absolutely no right to watch this movie and be disappointed in any you way. Don't. <laughs> like, that's I'm, what I'm. Getting I at. really don't. I really don't. I think I just was like, it, like I said, it was part of it was like I had watched it before a long time ago, and I remembered really liking it. And then you, you, you kind of, you know, were excited about it and, and had really enjoyed it. And then I was reading up on it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's, I'm excited to rewatch this." And then, yeah, some of the execution was just a little. You're wrong. Yeah. I mean, there, yeah, yeah. there's a, some of the, I just again, I just love the ridiculousness of it for the most part. Yeah, and, but I also just I really like the the way it looks. You know, more so outside of the the third act, you know, in the town and stuff than the actual mine. But I just love the way. I love the way the bar looks. I love the way the community center looks. I love the way the laundromat yeah. looks. Holy shit! When he, when, uh, when Chief Newbie pulls up in front of the laundromat, Chief Newbie, uh, at the very beginning, I think it's the laundromat. Yeah, and it's just like that. It's just like a rectangle building in the middle of a street yeah. with nothing else around it. I'm just like, <laughs> it's it's like the '80s. <laughs> it's like the 80s small town aesthetic that I want for every movie. You know, I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, that sort of stuff, you know, and then and then so I was it was actually something I was going to tell you is that the so I didn't really have an interest in seeing the uncut version after I watched this because I felt like what was left on the screen was was good. Like I, I liked the way some of the editing left the deaths without them being like over the top, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for instance, the, the laundromat, the woman in the laundromat was, I forget her name, Mabel. Um, Mabel. That's one of the only. That's one of one of two. Uh, okay, there's like a few names that I. There's a lot of fucking characters there in this is. movie, and there's there's only a few that I remember the names. But Mabel is one, yeah. Um, but her death happens off screen essentially, and then the sheriff shows up, and and she's in the dryer, and that whole right. thing was weird, and then. Because he's like smelling something, which is just gross. <laughs> and then yes. he finds her in the dryer and she like comes falling out. Well, in the in the theatrical version, she kind of falls out and you get a glimpse of her. And then that's it. 
And I was like, and what I saw from her falling out and kind of like her scarred body and stuff was enough yeah. for me to be like, oh, fuck. You know, like right. no thanks. Right, right. Um, like the, le- like kind of, yeah, less is more yeah. in that sense. But then when I saw some of the pictures from the uncut version, like it, it still looked good. And it was, so it was, I was kind of interested to see how it would have turned out, but I thought the best one was, um, when Sylvia, so Sylvia is uh, like this tiny young woman who gets her head shoved onto a pipe Oh God. and she's like spraying yeah. water out of her mouth. You don't see it happen. You just see him like pick her up and start to move toward the pipe. And then like a little bit later, her boyfriend shows up and like finds her and it never shows like her face on the pipe or anything like that. It just shows him like walk up and she kind of her shoulder and like the side of her body kind of come into frame. And then he's framed by like the side of her as the water's kind of coming out. And so I thought that was just super effective because it was like, it was just creepy because you knew what was happening to her and it hung there for a while to show his reaction. And right. she's just like hanging there. And it's, it was, I was like, that's a, that was a good shot. It was just, it was very yeah. interestingly framed and like didn't get super graphic, but it was enough. And then his reaction kind of made it, you know, yeah, uh, kind of, kind of solidified the effect. It was good. Um, so I really appreciated some of the, I mean, you know, I'm never a fan of a movie that's not the director's vision, you know, even when the director's vision is like a shock fest, but at the same time, you know, sometimes less is more and sometimes it can be effective too. Um, And I felt like in this case, I felt like there was enough gore and stuff in this case that it didn't, I didn't really feel like I missed anything, you know? Yeah. Well, that's interesting because, you know, maybe, you know, because I'm sure the first time I watched it, it was probably just the theatrical version. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe, maybe I'm the same way. Maybe where I would have liked, uh, you know, that version. Maybe I liked that version better. Who knows? You maybe. Know? Um, I've got both versions on on the Blu-ray. I bought. It's always so next year. After there's always next year. That's right. I I love that. So just quick, just a quick. Uh, quick tangent here they're never of of the movie i don't i used to buy movies all the time i used to be a fucking dvd fiend back in the day uh like i that was my thing uh i would that's what i would that's what i would buy because you know this is before streaming so you couldn't just like watch whatever you wanted anytime you wanted um and so i would you know, buy shit like that all the time, and uh, but I don't, I don't do it any, do, do it very often anymore. But if you look at my, if you look at the Blu-rays that I do have, almost they're either holiday movies like Christmas movies, <laughs> because I'm, I'm gonna watch them every year, right. you know, or they're horror movies, which I'm also gonna watch every year, in you know, leading up to Halloween, and so like. So this will be one that, you know. You'll watch twice I, a year. That I'll, I'll, yeah, I could maybe possibly watch twice a year. Halloween time and, uh, and February. You got, you so. got your Halloween time? You got, <laughs> you got your February? <laughs> uh, and Fe- Harry Warden. Harry Warden. Harry Dangles. Harry Dangles. Uh, 
So yeah, that's the other thing I like. I love that story. I love like, like so the the bartender, the guy that runs the. I don't. I don't even know if they have a name for the bar. Do they? They do, and now I don't remember what it was. Really, I, I can't remember so. what the name of the bar was. They never show the outside of the place. It's always just yeah the interior. I think so. I don't remember. I don't recall seeing a name on the bar. But anyways, that guy happy, happy. Kind of reminds me of, kind of reminds me of the liquor store owner from yeah. uh, Teen Wolf. Yeah, <laughs> kind of got a little bit of that look going on. <laughs> uh, no ID, no goddamn beer. Can't you get that through your thick skull? <laughs> uh, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I love like, I love that whole aspect of it. Um, and and then you know he, he so he's the one that kind of introduces the flashback right. or the telling of the urban legend or whatever of Harry Warden. Basically, yeah, like group of miners got got we're, we're down in we're down in the mine and they got left by their the supervisors up 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 uh on ground level left. They were supposed to be watching like the methane levels, right? Yep. And they left to go to the Valentine's Day party. Yep. And and then they all fucking died down yeah. there because the, because they weren't they left and well they got caved it was in like day, caved in and day, yeah because there was an explosion right yeah. and then days days went by I'm starting to wonder if you even watched the movie uh, me too <laughs> I, I, just, I, I have a, I got a lot of distractions at the house I know um, and you got to stop and you got to uh, you know get up and whatever and you got to tell your two year, you got to tell your two year old just shut up and watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. daddy why is that man eating someone's leg <laughs> yeah um and uh and so yeah they 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 spend days trying to get him out of the rubble and by the time they get to him there's only one guy left it's harry warden and he has resorted to cannibalism at that point right um and is completely mad and uh they take him away and he goes to an institution and then he, he breaks out like a, I don't know, I think he said like a year later yeah. or something and goes back to the town and kills the two supervisors. Right. I, and is there anybody else? I can't remember if he kills other people or is it just them two? For some reason, I was thinking there was a third pe- person that like. Yeah, I thought there was more. Got in the way or something. Was, or but He definitely kills not. the two supervisor guys. Definitely. Definitely. Um and basically, you know, it's it 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 creates this kind of urban legend of like, you know, you, you can't celebrate Valentine's Day, right? And if you celebrate Valentine Valentine's Day, he's gonna come back and kill more people, right? Blah blah blah. So they set that whole that whole story up, and and uh, and that's that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of fun, and that's you know, that's that's to me the the. the best part of the movie is just kind of that whole that whole aspect of it with yeah. the folklore and the the urban legend i think that's even i think that's to me that to me is more effective and it's kind of similar to halloween right a little bit in the fact that like you have this crime occur this murder occur the guy goes away breaks out comes back to the town you know it's kind oh, of yeah. similar in that regard it's not similar um, it's the same story <laughs> But to me, I, I like it better. I like I like that there's that there's that distance, that time of twenty years 
20, you know, the, the movie's taking place 20 years, supposedly 20 years after all this has happened. Um, so, th- so like, even though, like, this should clear, if this really fucking happened, people would would know and remember. But there's a lot of people in the town, a lot of the characters are, who just, like, blow it off as, like, yeah. an urban, they, they just blow it off as an urban legend. You know They're what like, I mean? Bullshit. Um, Shut which, up, Hap. Yeah, you're also you're also talking about 1981. You know, yeah. you can't just go on the internet and read about right. something. You know what I mean? And in so small towns, they try to bury ago, that stuff. You know? Yeah, true. So. Except for the fact that one of their friend group was obviously related to one of the people that was murdered. Yeah. by a pickaxe, right. and it never gets brought up. Other than at the very right. end, when that guy's like, "Oh yeah, he right. was the son of that person who was brutally <laughs> murdered by Harry Dangles." Dangles. <laughs> 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 Oh right, I forgot uh, about that. Maybe the which that whole part. <laughs> maybe the first time so somebody got murdered, we should have talked to that guy. Right, right. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And that was the other thing. So I I've seen the remake, but that's been a long time too, and I fucking forgot everything about it. Um, you should have burned your eyeballs and, after watching it. And so when I was rewatching this one. <laughs> I was like, okay, I know the killer isn't really Harry Warden coming back. See, I didn't know that. So just so okay. you're clear, I didn't know that until the end. Okay. Okay. So I was, I was, I had remembered that much at least that I knew it wasn't the original Harry Warden that had come back. So I'm the whole time watching the movie, I'm like, well, who the fuck is it? It's got to be one of the characters. It's got to be one of these here, one of these here one main of these characters. characters. <laughs> it's got to be one of these you know, it's obviously Hollis. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm thinking, and I'm like, I kept thinking it's the main guy. Yeah. It's TJ. And I, and I guess the reason why I was probably thinking that was because in the remake, it is TJ. Right. They change they it up and they it up. make it, they, they make it, make TJ played by, uh, Jens, Jensen Ackles. There he is. Um, Supernatural one of himself. Only supernatural. <laughs> um, and uh, and so I kept thinking, oh, it's him. It, it's you know, it's TJ. But yeah, I I got a little twist there yeah, myself. Got, <laughs> I, I got a little reverse twist, little, and it was like, oh shit, okay. Got a little twist it up. And so it's <laughs> see. So it's Axel. The cool thing Axel. about it, and we've spoiled the shit out of it for you if you haven't watched oh, it. So yeah. it's not going to be cool for you. It was Nobody's, cool for us. Nobody's listening. Nobody. And if they were listening, they've seen this movie. It's 40 years old. Come on. Yeah. No, I was just going to say the cool thing about it is if you've seen Halloween and then you watch this, you're like, oh, shit, this guy, there is like a, you know, you kind of don't think twice about it. You're like, it's this, you know, guy, this mental guy who's gotten out of the hospital and he's killing people again. Right. And then by the time you start to think like, oh, no, it's probably one of these dudes, you still don't know which one it is. Right. You still, all the way up until probably the last 10, 15 minutes or so, I didn't know who... I started to realize it was one of them toward the end. And when they, at the very end, it's just TJ, Axel, and the two girls left, uh, Patty and Sarah, which... <laughs> Forgive me for not immediately remembering their name, but it's like TJ and Axel are like super easy yeah. to remember names. And then it's like, what Hollis. What were the hell names of the girls? Oh, Jane, yeah. Sarah, <laughs> Patty, right. Sue. It's just like these random girls' names. Um, <laughs> Harriet. Uh, anyway, 
So it's just the four of them left, and they split up, and Axel falls behind, and then, like, he dies. You think you just he- hear, like, a splash. Yeah, like a turd <laughs> dropping Basically. in the toilet. And then, blah, 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 and he's gone. T- TJ goes back, and, like, yeah, like, the catwalk is broken, yeah. and, and then he just sees, like, the, the, the light on the helmet going down into the water. And he's, yeah. like, they're, like, jump in and save him, and he's, like, it's 90 feet, and I'm, like... Does it matter how deep it is if you can swim? <laughs> if it's if it's ten I, feet or ninety feet, if you can swim up, does it matter how deep it is? Was he I was mean, he expecting kind of, to like he, touch the bottom and like push himself back up? Because he's got to go all the way down. If he's by the time he jumped in to go get him, yeah. But as he's saying, he's like there. he can like see the light on the helmet as he's saying that. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> He's <laughs> Axel's like got his hand out of the water and he's like, I don't know. Seems also, like he's already gone. It's 90 feet. Axel's mouth, deep. mouth is breaking the water surface, <laughs> just help, yelling for help. Help me, TJ. He's like, I don't know. It's, it's 90 I feet don't know. deep. It's kind of far. It's a deep ass sump. <laughs> Although he did hate, he, he did hate uh, Axel. He did. Um, so, so at that point, I knew I figured it out because it's like, well, you're like, you know, it can't if the if the killings is going to continue. <laughs> the killings. It can't be TJ because he's with the girls now. It seems like a perfect excuse for somebody to get away, Axel, and start killing people. But, um, what, what the hell are we talking about? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, those. Yeah, it got a little twisty. Um, one of the things that I have not mentioned to you that I've been holding betwixt my butt cheeks to bring up for today. (laughs) (laughs) Been saving it up for a special occasion. Oh my God. Um, Got the, been crossing my legs trying to (laughs) keep it from falling out. Clinched up trying to keep this information to myself (laughs) is, did you notice that a handful of the deaths are foreshadowed? The manner of the manner of death is is foreshadowed oh, okay. throughout the movie. It's all, it only happens a couple times, um, and a couple of them are kind of loosey goosey. Uh, well, there's one that's kind of loose. There's there's a second that's kind of <laughs> obviously telegraphed, and there's a third that is kind of one of those blink and you'll miss it sort of things. And it also kind of gives away the identity of the killer. Um, so the first the there's one that I know you're going to talk about, So, but go ahead. You, you, well, we'll see. Howard. 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 Yeah. That's the that's, one I'm talking about. That's the about. first one. So he's he comes in okay. wearing a neckerchief. Howard is ridiculous. At the very beginning. Howard is a fucking ridiculous character. Ridiculous. Yeah. So he, he has a neckerchief on at various stages of the movie, which he ends up getting- Neckerchief. Hunged. Ne- neckerchief. Neckerchief. He ends up getting hunged. Um, and, his, and his whole head snapping off, neck and all. If you've seen the uncut version, yeah, the uncut version, he just gets completely fucking decapitated. Well, I mean, he's already dead. It happens in the regular version too, but the does it? Yeah, you just see a lot more of it in the. You just see okay. it a lot more clearly, and you can see that it's like his whole stump of his neck. It's not like his head. It's like <laughs> yeah. his whole neck from the shoulders, and yeah. Um, so there's that one, and then the very beginning, the woman. Yeah, because doesn't Hollis or somebody says something about losing his head, right? Yeah. 
there's a, okay. there's there's something like that that happens. Um, but he's yeah, he's got that, and they say something. There's a line, um, and then the woman, she's got the little heart tattoo like on her chest, which you know obviously is for Valentine's Day, but at the very beginning. But that's also right where <laughs> she gets essentially impaled. So it's kind right. of telegraph. Yeah, it's a telegraph that hey, look here, sort of thing. But that's more of a a focal point for you to kind of be watching that. Um, but the third one, and I picked up on this myself. Um, and I had to go look back. Look at you, huh? I said, "Look at you." Hey, look at me, hot dog. <laughs> I had to go back and watch hot it. Dog. <laughs> hot dog. Speaking of hot dogs. Speaking of hot dogs, <laughs> that is not where I'm going with this. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I had to go back and watch it to to verify. But at the beginning, when all the guys show up at the community center and they're saying hi to their girlfriends, the one guy goes up to Sylvia and he like picks her up by the neck and like kisses Uh. her. And that's exactly how she dies. He, the miner grabs her by the head and like carries her throughout the mine area and then sticks her. And so it's kind of like a, it's, it's a very obvious, like there's a, I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here. Do it. I fucking hate. And I may, you've probably said this on the podcast, and I maybe even said it, but for some reason, it grates me when people say subtle nod. And the reason it grates <laughs> me is because I feel like when people say subtle nod, it's either something that 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 is not subtle at all, like it's an obvious nod, or it's um, or it's just something completely tenuous and made up that they're just like. Oh, it's obviously a subtle nod. And it's like, it's not really though. It's just something, it's a coincidence is what it is. <laughs> right. So right. I feel like, it, I, I guess if anything, I just feel like it's been overused because, and people use it to either mention something that they think is a nod when it really isn't, or something that's obviously just a direct callback. And that's not a nod. That's a, that's a blatant, <laughs> that's a blatant connection. Um, right. So this was, this was a, this was not something that was. Just subtle. So anyways, this, this was a subtle nod. Anyways, this was a subtle nod. <laughs> and by that, I mean it was a blatant connection. They were. This was yeah. an obvious choice to have that, that happen in both scenes. Um, so how did, how did you make that connection? Because you've got the one thing happening at the very beginning. And then, you know, her death happens later on in the movie. Like... You know what it was. How did you how did you even remember that that had happened? Because it wasn't something I was, that was like... I was reading something. And I was reading something or looking at pictures or something, and it had the picture of him. <laughs> I was either reading or looking at <laughs> looking at pictures, pictures. <laughs> googling my bloody. There was something, um, and I saw the picture of the boyfriend holding her up to give her the kiss. Oh, and it reminded me of that scene at the beginning, and I was right, like, "Oh, right, that's right. definitely how the miner picked her up when he killed her." And so then right. I went back and looked at both scenes and I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, that's just can't be. And it's like when the miner does it, he like picks her up and he's like carrying her all over the place. So I'm like, it can't be unintentional. It has to be. Right. But he obviously right, did right. it for a reason. Um, that's crazy. So anyway, yeah, I thought that was interesting that I don't know what for what purpose other than just to kind of. And again, it kind of gives you an indication that it's Axel or somebody who knows that friend group and knows that that's kind of like how those obviously makes it seem like that's how those two greet each other because she's really small and he's really tall. And so it makes it seem yeah. like they do that sometimes. And so 
when the murderer does it, you you kind of are like, oh, it's a very, very subtle nod <laughs> to the fact that maybe it's someone from their friend group, you know, because right. they would know someone insane. Someone insane. Like TJ. So, what? Like TJ. So, yeah. <laughs> like TJ. Um, so, yeah. Um, you know, kind of quickly talking about, you know, the character of the minor, you know, the minor 49er, the, kill, the killer. It is kind of like um, Scooby-Doo because there's this ghostly killer on the loose and they don't know who it is. Yeah. And then they yeah, unmask definitely. him. <laughs> yeah. Only it wasn't minor 49er. It was just the minor. And minor, it wasn't some minor. old guy who was trying to keep people out of his mind. It was just a weird sex crazed man. It's funny because, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I really, I really like the, the killer in this movie. I like, you know, the aesthetics, the costume, um, you know, the old school mining outfit, which is different. It's not the same as like what the other miners wear in present day. Yeah. It's like has a different look to it. It's like a full mask type right. thing with like the, um, like TJ's, I mean, so, TJ's mining outfit was like, uh. It was like a, a blue jumpsuit unzipped down to his navel with all of his chest hair coming out. And then, and then and a the neckerchief. And then a neckerchief, yeah. <laughs> Which I assume that's what all of them wore. Right. Because it was a very to, blatant to, to wipe the to wipe the soot off. Yeah, it was it was a very it was a very blatant uh, choice by him. <laughs> it was a bold, bold it was choice. Bold. bold. It was a bold choice, Kyle. So I've never off. said neckerchief as much as I have doing this podcast. No, never. I always I always say handkerchief, not neckerchief. I mean, when you're wearing it around your neck, it's a neckerchief. When yeah. you're wearing it on your hand, it's a handkerchief. Right. That doesn't. That's not right. That's not right. No, no, wait. That's not right. That's at not all. right. A lot of um, belt buckles, a lot of tight jeans, a lot of ringer tees, a lot of neckerchiefs, a lot of unbuttoned shirts, a lot of chest hair. You get the vibe. Anyway, yeah, the outfit. You like you like the way the he looks. I I, I like I like the the killer in this movie. I I, I kind of it, it's one of those things where um, I kind of wish they had shown him a little bit more. I feel like they didn't show him very often. Yeah, I think he, I thought he looked pretty cool. Like when he was like, you know, in the mine and shit. You yeah. know, like it, it, like coming down like a, you know, a path a path or whatever. And remember that that. I like that shot a lot where he's just like going and like shattering the bowls. Yeah. That was awesome. Like along that path, you know, yeah. like that, I, I wish they had kind of done, a, shown him a little bit more in that, in that regard. But it's funny because. <laughs> there was some of that bad editing you were talking about though, too. Cause it was like a shot of them close up and then a shot of him at like medium range. And you're like, did he just come around the corner like 20 <laughs> feet from them? And yeah, like, and, that's, yeah. And you're yeah. like, you're like, what is happening? And yeah. they're just like, they're, 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 they're like, like, I think I hear something. Yeah, and you're like, wasn't he, wasn't that just right there? Wasn't he just a right around the corner? Hollis uh, is just yeah, like, oh, funny. there he is. And he's like, ah, there's shit. Like, there's like shattering glass, like bouncing off their faces. Right. And like, did you hear something? Yeah. Oh, um, oh, there was a, there was a fourth. There was a fourth. Sorry, there was a fourth foreshadowing. I just remembered. The one girl sl- said her dress was was going to be slit down to here and up to here. And where she yeah. points when she says down to here is where he where puts she, the... She gets the axe, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Forgot about that one. Um, and she's wearing a red dress and Sarah's wearing a white dress. 
which I guess they're dressed for Valentine's Day, so that makes sense. But um, but you know who's going to live actually, and who's going to die. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of, I actually thought it was inter- another, and we're getting way off topic here. I want to go back to talking about, well, you know what, fuck it. We're going to go back and talk about the, the costume. I doubt right. it. But I wish, they had, I wish they had shown a little bit more of the killer um, because I thought it was, I thought he just had a cool aesthetic to him. Yeah. Kind of, you know, very iconic, um, with the with the old miner outfit and the and the pickaxe and everything. Um, but it's funny because um, this I kind of wish they had shown more of it. But then you have a movie like Black Christmas, talk going back and kind of talking about that and comparing that, where that in that movie the killer is completely absent. Right, like you never see the killer at all. And I think and and, and for that movie that works so well. Right, like I think that's incredibly effective. Um. But I, I feel like this movie, I don't know. I kind of wish I would have like seen a little bit more of the actual yeah. killer because he's kind of cool looking. And he, whereas you know, like um, Black Christmas, he's just some dude. Right. You know, he's well. And then you've got Halloween where it's just like Michael Myers standing and right, and just playing right. blinding. And I kinda, but I kind of I love those shots. Yeah, I love the you know him appearing and disappearing. You know, throughout the movie and and in different shots. Like I love that kind of that that so i kind of wish it's it's like you know it's like this it's like my bloody valentine didn't lead into it strong enough one way or another yeah 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 it did yeah exactly because they have they have some of the pov shots which are right. are like which i black love christmas those. and yeah that, that's like it's kind of like a like black christmas and and halloween in in terms of you know some of those pov shots um perv but oh <laughs> perv shots <laughs> um but uh but yeah so going back to uh the other thing we were kind of talking about a little bit i i found it interesting that um there was really no uh there so the the killer just kind of kills whoever really like yeah. he kills he kills men and women doesn't matter doesn't matter like there's really kind of no there's no emphasis on a particular gender. Anybody who's um, taken part in this Valentine's Day party it, is going to get right, it. Right. Um, but yeah, so in the end, you find out it's Axel. And I I thought, I almost laughed out loud at that scene when um, when uh, TJ is like, when TJ like sees that it's Axel. Yeah. He's like, Axel, why? <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> and it just like it just like has like it just shows like Axel's face, and then it just like does these quick dissolves to like basically like him as a child yeah. having witnessed his his father, who was one of the supervisors right. back twenty years ago, get killed by Harry Warden. But it's like these quick series of dissolves, and then that's it. And yeah. then so it's like did. Did he just like telepathically beam that <laughs> to TJ or like what the fuck just happened? Like there was cuz cuz uh Axel didn't say a fucking word. He didn't say anything. Right. It was just like his face and then it just like these series of dissolves and then it just like comes back to the present day and it's like what the fuck? <laughs> and, and then you have Axel. like that line where like the mayor comes up and he's like, "Oh yeah, oh, right." Right. Uh, right. <laughs> Right, right. Axel's Axel's dad was killed by the by Harry Warden twenty years ago. My, I forgot about that. <laughs> my son and Axel have been friends for twenty two years, and I never once bothered to tell him that his that his best friend's father was murdered by a crazy psychopath. Right, right. It's never come up. 
until today. I just I just forgot. <laughs> I just plum forgot. Just plum forgot. Um, so yeah, I thought that was ridiculous and, yeah. and kind of funny. Um, but so then there's there's this fight sequence between TJ and and Axel, which is Axel not ends good. up. It's not good. <laughs> it's really not. It's kind of it, you can you can see them pulling the pulling the punches. Yeah, with the he, he TJ's got a fucking shovel and um and uh, that see that could have been again you know that could have been better too, but it's 1981. Right, it's a small budget. You know, hey, um, but so I'm sure they didn't so, have a fight choreographer on the on the no on the not team. a chance. So, so Axel ends up getting buried in rubble. Yeah. So, so, and correct me, to, or, or let me know, confirm that for the theatrical version that you watched, um, he gets buried in the rubble. Do, does Sarah and TJ, do they go back? Like once they kind of, do they kind of hear that he's still alive? In the rubble, and yeah. they go back. Yeah. Okay, so they go back, and his arms kind of sticking out of the rubble, right? Yeah. Axel's arm. Okay, so then what happens? Uh, I think one of the rescue crew, like, is trying to dig him out, and just digs it. And trying to remember if they dug it out and then it's like you see that it's not attached and then it just cuts to him like running away screaming at them. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I don't quite remember. Somehow you learn that it's not attached. And then you just. Well, so in the, in the uncut version, Sarah goes to him. Mm Mm-hmm. And Stupid. she kind of like reaches out for his hand and he grabs it, but then it cuts to the other side and he's like sawing his own arm off. Oh. Yeah, that, that doesn't bolt. happen. <laughs> he's like sawing his own arm off and then cuts through and then she kind of pulls the, the disembodied arm out. Hmm. And like it screams or whatever, like you do and drops it and... And then it cuts to the shot of like, of um, Axel like running away with like a bloody stump, and just laughing maniacally. Yeah. And base and he says something. I don't know what I can't remember what he says. Basically, I'll get you my like, pretty. <laughs> pretty much like, basically says I'm gonna kill all of you. I'll or be whatever. back in the sequel. Yeah. Right. Right. And and then. As his as his maniacal laughter fades, you have uh, the the ballad of <laughs> the ballad of uh, what's his name Harry Dangles Harry Dangles <laughs> the ballad of Harry Warden um, comes comes yeah. comes in and it's beautiful it's beautiful uh, it's an original f- like folk song. Um, sung by who? John McDermott. Yeah, some. I mean, apparently he was pretty famous. 
Was he famous at the time or did he yeah. kind of really? I think he was I think he was far more famous at the time than he is now. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I would hope I would hope so. I because um, he's not famous now. <laughs> no. It was something like he was friends with the director or something and he did yeah. it as a favor. Oh, no, he was uh he was a friend of the the composer. Oh, yeah, 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 Paul, yeah, yeah. Paul Zaza. Yeah. Um Michael Giancino. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Scottish Canadian tenor, John McDermott. It's a great little song. It's, it's, it's interesting ditty. It's a, I think it's a, a, to me, honestly, the best part of the movie is the very end there. <laughs> I think that's fuck. I think that that is fucking awesome when he just fucking saws his arm off and then pretty great. runs off, runs off laughing and then that song cues up and I'm like, holy shit, like, where was this? I want this movie. Right. I want, I want like, I want 90 minutes of this. Yeah. Of like this bad shit over the top, like craziness. Like, yeah. I want that for 90 fucking minutes. It just made me realize like, you know, it, it, it's kind of like they're, because a lot, some of them, I feel like a lot of the movie, I don't know, it just kind of felt like. There's some pacing problems. Yeah, it just kind of felt like it was dragging, and I'm like, it just kind of, parts of it just were kind of boring, and I'm like, what is, what, what's going to happen here? And, it was, and, and, but I love that, I love the way it ends. I, I think the way it ends is, is fantastic. Even, even like the kind of hilarious editing of like the, the, the flashback sequence of like showing him as a kid and, yeah. and, but even that, I'm like, I'll, you know what? I'll take this because right. like, at least it's kind of something. It's a bold choice, you know. It's yeah. like, I, it, it, it's kind of, it's not, uh, it's not super well done, but it's, it's effective nonetheless. And I, but I love the way it ends with him just like fucking sawing his own arm off, the and, and then running off laughing. The yeah, there's definitely pacing problems through the movie where, you know, most movies they have. You know, you get your your first murder to or your first shock thing at the very beginning to kind of get the ball rolling. And then, right. you know, you start to kind of go into some exposition and the story and that stuff. And then you get a, another murder or two to kind of start, you know, start the kick off the action for the for the rest of the film. And then, you know, when, when you get to the climax, things kind of start to hit high gear. With this, it was kind of just like, it was almost like clockwork. It was like every few, you know, it was like every five minutes, you know, somebody was getting killed. And it was just kind of like, it just kept happening. And it never yeah. really got, it never really kind of slowed down to where you got enough, like, other stuff. And it never really sped up at the end where it was like, oh, this is, yeah, yeah, the, the stakes are higher. So yeah, right. there's some because like in the mine, you get the impression that in the mine they were really wanting to focus on like the kind of claustrophobia and the suspense of like them being lost, but none of that works. <laughs> none yeah, of, there's, you're, you're just like, oh god damn it, just get out of there. Yeah, like you're just I would, like I don't know. There, to me, like there's no suspense in this. Movie. No. And and so like that's kind of what that's to me is it's what's really missing. Like yeah, and yeah, there just never seems to be. It's funny because I was listening to the soundtrack today, 
And I was like, oh, you know, soundtrack's actually pretty solid. But when I was watching the movie, I couldn't recall any of it. I, I couldn't recall the soundtrack really being prominent at all. Right. To the point where you would, I felt like the scenes were just kind of like, there was no, yeah, there was no momentum to them. There was no suspense to them. There was just kind of like, it was just like these scenes would play out, but like there was no, there was no like punctuation. Right. Uh, for certain elements that, you know, should have been highlighted by, you know, like a, you know, score or yeah. something, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. It just kind of felt like, yeah, it just, it, it just kind of had, like, if, if the movie had a pulse, it was just kind of like steady. Yeah. You know, throughout. Um, there wasn't any kind of like moments where you were like, oh shit, or like, I don't know. And maybe that's, maybe that's the, Maybe that's the the cleanup, you know. Maybe they took out. Yeah, which maybe, you watched. Maybe I guess is. you watched the unrated one, so maybe not. I watched the uncut version, but it's. I think I think the director said, with the uncut version is like eighty to eighty five percent his vision, his original kind of vision. Hmm. So it's still not hundred percent, but I mean, there's probably a lot of movies that are hundred percent of the director's vision, but how do these, um, how do these directors, I guess back in the day, it was a different story, but how do you make a movie that you know is just going to get mangled by the studio and you don't like just put your, your cut together and just like save it somewhere. <laughs> just be like, okay, the, the cut version that I put together is going here and then I'll put another one together for them that they can keep. I mean, it's it different was, it when it's was, film, but yeah, it's different because it's film, you know, it's, it, you know, you don't have, it's not digital where you can just, you know. I don't understand. I mean, they, they were cutting, they were, you know, cutting the actual negatives and shit, you know. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, also you got to say, I mean, he, he probably wasn't prepared for that either because, right. you know, I mean, they are, I mean, it's... You know, this film is is notorious for being one of the most butchered uh, films by by the MPAA, um, and it be you know like we said because it just it happened to coincide with just a you know, post post release of of uh, Friday the Thirteenth, which had a lot of backlash and. Um, and uh, and then you know John John Lennon's death supposedly had 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 a part to play, and and it was still kind of like you know still new territory back then in right. a sense, um, because even Halloween you look at Halloween, there's not really much gore to begin with in Halloween, um, and so they were kind of in a sense you know in uncharted waters in a way you know. And it was still kind of new. A lot of that was kind of, you know, new territory. And so, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, just kind of, kind of sucks that, you know, I mean, but then again, you know, I don't know, maybe uh, you, apparently you liked the, uh, you liked the theatrical version better, possibly. I mean, I've never seen the other version. uh, I just thought that some of the things that happened on screen worked. Yeah. You highlighted some of the, the, uh, the pros of you know not showing everything, um, but uh, especially when it's 1981 and you don't have the budget to have like top of the line special effects, you know. True, 
But but actually, actually, some of the some of the stuff the stuff in in this movie gore wise actually is pretty good. The um, I mean, the pickaxe through the heart at the beginning was pretty gross. Yeah, pretty well done. the The woman in the in the dryer was fucking gross. That was, yeah, that was gross. Um. So yeah, some of the different some of the the biggest differences between the the you know theatrical and the uncut version. Um, so yeah, you've got the, you've got much more, you've got a lot more shots of Mabel's burned body in the dryer, um, which is pretty creepy. And then the bartender guy, uh, that from what, from what I was reading, that was cut pretty extensively where he kind of, you know, the killer kind of comes out the, comes out of the door and it looks like he gets almost a pickaxe in the chest, but he actually, because I think they just cut it, right? Right. It's just I didn't like, know what the hell just, happened to him. Yeah. It's just like a swift chop to to his body in, in a general sense. And then I think it cuts away, right? Mm-hmm. And so in the, in the uncut version, it like the pickaxe comes up like under his jaw and comes out of his left eyeball. And his eye and his eyes hang, and his eye is hanging out, and actually that's pretty well that's pretty well done. And then he drags him off, um, and yeah, there's some more. I think there's some more gr- kind of gratuitous shots of like the woman being skewered by the the shower head. Yeah, um, and then, uh, yeah, and then you've got the decapitation of uh, what's his name. Uh, what's his name? Howard. Howard. I was like, yeah, Harry. <laughs> yeah, Harry Dangles. Harry uh, Dangles. Oh no, that's that's something else. Um, but yeah, Hollis. You get, you get which I, actually that looks pretty cool too. Like the way you know that the shot of his head being ripped off. <laughs> um, and then and then yeah, you've got the him kind of Axel cutting his arm off at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um. That's that's pretty much it. Like those those are the the main things that they they cut out. And then of course you've got the scene that doesn't exist in either version, right? Which is the one with the couple. But um, yeah, yeah. This is uh, Quentin Tarantino's favorite slasher film, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I can't say. I Did you read him. that? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I think that's the um, most common anecdote that associate is associated with this movie is that Quentin Tarantino said it was his favorite, right? Favorite slasher film. Favorite slasher not, film. Not not like favorite horror film, but yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, did we talk about? Remind me if correct me if I'm wrong. Shit, I don't even. I already forgot what the fuck we've talked about. Um, how they? So the the, the this is a real mine. Right. And it was, I guess they were going to be shutting it down. And so um, the, the production company was, you know, coming in to, to hey, can we use this? You know, blah, blah, blah. And um, so they, they thought it was perfect. The production, you know, the crew and everything thought it was perfect. Right. And they agreed, you know, to they were going to film it there. And the town went and cleaned. Yeah. 
They like extensively cleaned up the mine. They spent like fifty thousand dollars or something. Yeah, they spent all this. They spent a ton of money to clean the mine, um, for them to use for the production. And so when they got there, they're like, "What the fuck? (laughs) This is it. Looked like a completely different place than what they had kind of scouted out." Right. And the director said it looked like a Disneyland set, like. Like it was just like a Disneyland mine, you know, like everything Ridiculous. was painted. And so then they had to spend money to like, like make it look old and, de- <laughs> and decrepit, which is, I found that just ridiculous. But like, apparently like they didn't, they couldn't, they couldn't, uh, they didn't have the heart to, to tell the, the town like, oh my God, what did you do? <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> what did you do this for? Oh, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> And then the town probably yeah, went in after the fact, and they were like, "What the fuck happened here?" Yeah, what the, they fucking trashed this. Place. <laughs> we, <laughs> we had it all this... cleaned up. <laughs> Come in and trash it. Uh, Dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, the other thing about it, the other thing about this movie that's kind of different um, from a lot of slasher movies is, while some of the characters act like teenagers. Like this is a this is one of those kind of rare slasher films where you've got like it's like supposed to be kind of grown or grown adults, yeah, like working class kind yeah. of like in their twenties, in their twenty, you know, in their you know, yeah, in their twenties, and I mean, yeah, some of the stuff you're like, you're like I don't know, they kind of they kind of do act like teenagers. right, <laughs> but at our but age, yeah. you realize like when you're twenty two, twenty three, twenty four, twenty five. You're not far off from like 19, 20. True. <laughs> you don't true. act all that much different. True. I mean, you got somebody like Hollis who looks like he's about 47. Hollis. Hollis. I love Hollis. He's the greatest character ta- in the whole movie. We haven't talked about Hollis, but he's great. We haven't. Hollis, ha- Hollis has one of the best looking girlfriends, in my opinion. In the in the movie? Yeah. And And he's like... He's like usually like if you have like a heavier heavier set guy, they're kind of like the clown. Yeah, but he's not at all. Like he's like he's kind of like the most reasonable. He's kind of like the voice of reason yeah, you know, throughout the movie, and he's he's like a pretty strong character, and like he's never like the butt of anyone's jokes, no. and you know what I mean. Like, so I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, it was it was a, it was kind of a refreshing take on the fat sidekick guy. You knew yeah, he was yeah, gonna yeah. eat it. You knew he was just, he was dead from the beginning. It took him, but he was one of the last ones to go. He was. But he, and he died. I mean, he was, he, he, again, he, he, he was reasonable. He was, (laughs) he was like strong when he needed to be strong. He was funny when he needed to be funny. And then he, and then he was brave and like, was like trying to find the, the other characters that had gone off to like, when they found out that Harry Warden was in the mine, they like went off to try and save right. him. And then he died. Why they but didn't? Why they didn't all stay together was again stupid. But yeah. you just none of it makes sense when they do that. <laughs> it's like, oh, we better, you go this way. There's a guy on the loose killing people. I'm gonna run off by myself. Let's, let's separate. Yeah, leave the women here with the guy who doesn't know what the hell. Like, yeah, leave him with Howard. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who's been a jackass I, through the whole movie uh, yeah. doesn't know anything about the mines. Leave the women the with incompetent, him. Yeah, like just like yeah, doesn't know anything about the mines either. He's That's like, funny. I don't even know where we're. I don't know how to get around down here. It's like, oh god, why would you do that? 
Oh my god. But yeah. Yeah, Hollis Hollis got a couple nails to the face. He did. It was sad. But he was yeah. great. Yeah, he was the only he was the only character when they died. I was like, oh damn it. Yeah. You knew like they everybody you knew everybody nobody else was gonna was make like, it to Meh. the end. You knew the only three that yeah. were gonna make it to the end were TJ, Sarah, and Axel, because Yeah. Can we talk about the sunset scene where TJ and Sarah like TJ like proclaims his love for Sarah again and they're like on the they like drive his Camaro to like the beach and Oh my god. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I think it he's, is. is does he have a neckerchief on in that scene too? I don't know. I he's know. he's got some <laughs> he just looks ridiculous. And then he's just got this thick, thick Canadian accent that's just like, Come on, tell that, me. That, sorry, just tell me. <laughs> and you're just like, God, I can't take any of this seriously. That that whole scene is so that's like fucking like days of our lives. It's, and like, it's all awesome. like it's so fucking ambiguous. They just keep being like, why'd you go out West? And he's like, I thought I could go out West. And I, <laughs> I just, I couldn't make it. Why'd you I, go out West to try to, try to make it big? Well, I thought I could go out West to make it big. Yeah, it's just, I just really thought just, I could. They just keep reiterating that. And he just keeps like saying that he, he's, he was upset with himself that he couldn't do it. And it's like, they just keep saying out West. Oh my God. West. It's so stupid. Cal- California, baby. Although I don't know, that's the other thing. Like the movie's not Alaska. It, it's not supposed. It's not supposed to take place in Canada, is it? I don't know. It feels like it's supposed to. Like a lot of it is like, you know, I don't know. I guess it's you all could just say, fucking like, ambiguous. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they have Nova Scotia license plates. They don't Do like they? hide yeah, that. I fact. didn't even notice that. TJ um, had a pretty sweet ride, though. He did have a sweet ride. It was like a 67 gr- Camaro. Green Camaro. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, you can't blame. I don't know what Axel was driving, but. <laughs> doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter because clearly <laughs> no. TJ. Yeah. TJ's ride was was tops. It was the tops. Was the tops. It's the kitty's titties. Kitties, titties. Oh, Hollis. Yeah. Sweet mustache. I, I love what, that the mustache. One, the one funny thing about his character is like, it seems like in the 80s, he's not the only time I've seen this, but it seems like in the 80s, they're always like with the big guys, with the fat heads. They're always like, <laughs> how small of glasses can we get for this character? <laughs> Like what's the what? Are, do you have a pair that's like the size of a dime? Because it's that like would one, be ideal. One inch diameter, yeah, just like just, uh, just big enough to and, cover his pupil, and just like as close to the eyeball as possible. Just yeah. like yeah. And then and then find him some ridiculous hats. Yes, I wish he would have been the killer, and he would have just shown up like. <laughs> 300 pounds in like the minor suit and they're just like Hollis we know it's you we, he's got the all, glasses on somehow yeah, over first over of all you've got your glasses on second of all that suit so, is second not of all, your mu- second of all your mustache is hanging out yeah was he in somehow. the mine was he a miner or was he just one of their friends he he was a miner I'm trying yeah, to picture him knew. down in the mines there were in the couple he, scenes oh he he knew how to operate the, you know, he was the one that got him down in the mine. That's right. That's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's so hard to tell them apart once they're down in the mines with all the grease all over their face. <laughs> um, we forgot 
the most important part of this movie. Which is? Within the first 10 minutes, there's just a giant group shower scene. Oh <laughs> where my. they're just like all playing grab ass in the shower, like making fun of each other and just like, oh my God. Oh my God. And they were all really naked apparently? Yeah. What the And fuck? the water, they didn't have hot water. It was all cold water and they were blowing steam in. So it was like freezing in there. <laughs> it's like, what a lovely experience. So everybody just had like... Little caps. Little caps. Little caps. Little cap daddies. <laughs> just like a... Just an acorn nestled in Easter hay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, I think that's... If we're going to end this episode on anything... I don't know how... I don't it's know... It's going to be that image. I don't know why genitalia has come up so much so much in the last few episodes but yeah well here we are i I mean that's what you get with horror movies i guess you get the the weird just random horror movies are the most notorious for just unnecessary nudity gratuitous yeah yep absolutely and that's why we love it that's why we love it to me that just adds (laughs) to the ridiculousness of some of these movies it's just like why why is that there? You know? <laughs> and in this movie, there was no nudity. You know, it was just... But again, the shower right. scene. It's like, why does it have to be... Why do they have to be in the shower? Well, they're minors. And that's what they would do. I mean, when know? I think of minors, that's the first thing I think of. Is a bunch of guys I mean, they, they, showering they, together. They come out, they come out covered in... in Could have just sweat. been in the locker room. And, you know. That's all I'm saying. Somebody had to be like, we, we need a scene where they're all nude. <laughs> I mean, it just goes right back to our conversation from last week, where it's like and when you're when they're and, writing the script, like who's like they got to have a scene where they're in the shower together. We have to, and they're but they're not actually naked. I mean, you don't actually. It's not like you see dongs. No, I'm just saying. Again, you just have somebody's putting pen to paper for this, and they're thinking like, you know, of all the realistic places where we could be having them like have this weird <laughs> conversation about like race into the to the community center or whatever, it really needs to take place in the shower. <laughs> you know? True. That's that. Yeah. Uh, that's just the part that always gets me hung up is like somebody puts pen to paper, somebody storyboards this idea. Right. And they're like, all right, this is where the steam will be. <laughs> Especially when they're like, hey, you know what? We don't have access to actual hot water. Yeah. Maybe we should find another way to execute this scene. Yeah, maybe we should take it take it back. I mean, they could just be in the mine or they could just be outside of the mine coming out of work. It doesn't have to be in the shower. <laughs> I don't know. It uh, just those sorts of things. Again, same conversation we had with Crimson Peak. It's just like it's it so it's why I could never be a screenwriter cuz some of these things I'm just like, why would why is that the place that pops into your head? Why is that the situation? Why is that the situation that works for this scene? It doesn't have to be. <laughs> hey, anyway. we're we're sitting here talking about it. Hey, so I'm, may, maybe just, I'm benefiting from it as a maybe as that's a viewer. The whole, maybe <laughs> maybe that's the goal. You know, I just maybe that's anytime the goal. any as soon as that scene as soon as that scene started, I just let out a big heyo. <laughs> here we go <laughs> now we're talking <laughs> and, and I, i'm sold i'm, and I'm sold, sold on this movie sold oh shit 
well, it we're coming up on our we're coming up on our time here. Hollis, R.I.P. R.I.P. Hollis, you were you were too good for this world. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I kind of wish we had watched the remake too. I don't and compared them, but then that this episode would be would be over two hours long probably. I consider those um, the garbage years. What's that? I consider those the garbage years, nineteen ninety nine to twenty ten. <laughs> the garbage years for horror movies. That's, that's hey, you feel that way about music too, don't you? Nineteen ninety nine to twenty ten for yeah. music. Yeah, yeah. It's not I feel great. like we had a similar discussion on our last podcast where you complained about the the early 2000s 2000 2010 kind of era of music so, yeah you're, i mean you're an asshole i am so i'm no hollis that, that tracks um i'm much I'm more no of a hollis. tj <laughs> uh shit definitely a tj but, uh, but yeah well that's that's my bloody valentine yes it, it was it was a fun watch fun watch it was good talk uh, good discussion. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll scare, scare you later. later.